welcome to the real safe space where we dig up the secrets to college survival. We are your hosts. I'm Annika. I'm Zaina. And I'm Naomi. Today we are discussing a topic that many struggle with, especially in today's world of finances, which is budgeting and saving as a student. Why don't we look at some of the responses that we got from space? Let's dive in. Question one, what are your expenses? Are you responsible for only yourself? Someone said, I am responsible for myself, but I have a car, so I have to pay for gas and insurance and my phone bill. Honestly, heavy on the phone bill because I do be paying my phone bill and it's <laughs> insane. It's intense. Guys. What do you spend money on that you probably shouldn't? Or when was a time you regretted spending? So somebody answered and said, I find myself spending too much money in the coffee shops way too often when I can make my own at home. I regret buying every single day, sometimes more than once a day because at the end of the month I know a big portion of my paycheck is going to these drinks and it makes me feel bad I'm reading this for a reason because I can relate guys like I have a whole coffee machine at home guys and like wow. it just you do magic you actually have a coffee wow it just never hits it like when you buy coffee I like know. how do you keep from overspending and stay within your budget or do you even have a budgeting system so one person said when i get my paycheck i try to separate them in categories for example 10 percent goes to my student loans five percent for my coffee gas a portion for my phone bill etc and then in the end i keep a small portion which is my personal spending i try to make sure that even after i budget i still have some emergency money on the side in my savings account my savings account is locked for a year So I'm unable to access that account. That stops me from just spending my savings for no reason. Budgeting is key for me. That is really me well too. Said, though. Like, but like to have that. Yeah. Can you unlock it? Year? I don't know. I don't <laughs> like honestly. Like I would go. Crazy. Have you ever struggled financially? So somebody said, of course, with student loans, and somebody else answered yes. So guys, I know when we pass, I'm gonna be falling in student loans, guys. Like I, that person who said, of course, with student loans, I'm about to be this person next year. Cause yes, I've struggled financially. Yeah, like, in this, a lot of people said in just this yes. economy. Mm, <laughs> yes, I want to know if. You guys have any side hustle? Let's hear some advice and input from our interviewee. Thank you for joining us today, Kyle. Welcome to the Real Safe Space. Uh, yes, yeah, so thank you very much for having me. Uh, my name oh. is Kyle, and mm-hmm. I'm the manager of financial aid and student awards here at Algonquin College. Uh, I have only been at Algonquin for about a year and a half now, so I feel like I'm starting to understand things, but I've never been to the studio here, so <laughs> oh this is uh, very exciting for me. Of course, we're excited to hear what you have to say today, so let's get mm-hmm. into the questions. So with new students coming in and increasing costs, putting a strain on our ability to meet essential needs, we want to know if you have seen more students struggling financially i don't have concrete numbers so i can't say for sure exactly (laughs) i can definitely speak anecdotally just what i've observed and i do think that definitely cost of living increases are impacting students Mm -hmm. uh certainly we do get a lot of cases where students come in and say i am two months behind on rent what am i going to do i cannot afford my rent or students who are new they may it may be their first time living away from home and they arrive in Ottawa some students travel from quite far away so it's not a matter of they just pop home on the weekend Uh, they show up in Ottawa fully reasonably expecting that they're going to be able to find a place to live and they're going to be able to start their studies only to find that rent is very very expensive much more than they were expecting I think some students feel they're kind of stuck I think that like a lot of things the supports and the the tools that are available to people aren't necessarily keeping up with the rising costs Mm -hmm. I think in a lot of cases it doesn't necessarily align with a lot of students reality 
studies, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. To give an example, uh, quite often there is an expectation when students are applying for financial aid, they report their parents' income. And the government has a certain expectation based on what they see on that income that the parents are going to be able to provide a certain Mm -hmm. level of support. Mm -hmm. But that's often not reality. Parents are facing a lot of rising costs. They have a lot of constraints, and they're not necessarily able to provide the the support that I think might have been provided in the past and that a lot of formal programs might be expecting. And uh, what strategies would you recommend for students budgeting, saving, and spending wisely? Right. Yes. Yeah. So that that is a very big question. <laughs> uh, and I, I would say that there is no solution that fits every person. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think everyone needs to kind of find a solution that works for them. And I think the biggest piece of advice I would give is for students to be brutally honest with themselves, mm-hmm. finding what solution works for you. So being really honest with yourself, what is your personality type and what are you actually going to follow through on? Mm -hmm. So some people, they have a very good grasp. They sit down with a piece of paper and they say, "Okay, my rent is this much. I'm going to spend five hundred dollars in groceries this month. I'm I have this mental picture. I hold it in my mind when I go out and spend money. It's beautiful. I would suggest that <laughs> a lot of people do not work that way. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, some people might. And if that is what pen works, and paper, yeah. you can hold it in your mind. If that works for you, don't let anyone tell you that you shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. For other people, it may be you need to do it on a weekly basis. Other people, you need kind of a, a specific tool. Okay. So for me, anyways, the tool that I personally like to use mm-hmm. is an app called Mint quite common Uh, I can kind of connect up my bank account and everything and so it kind of keeps track of everything for me I've set my budget in that app it keeps track of all my expenses Mm -hmm. and it kind of categorizes them right away sometimes it makes mistakes and I have to (laughs) fix it it does help me keep track and I will say for me when I was doing that it really helped make it apparent how much I was spending on certain things mm -hmm. so it's one thing to say I'm going to spend $50 a month for Starbucks (laughs) <laughs> I discovered I was not spending only, I was just blasting past that budget. Honestly. Uh, and I think this is where it comes down to being honest with yourself. Uh, that simply saying, I'm going to set a nice budget of $50 for Starbucks. Are you really going to stick with that? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, that's where you need to kind of look at your situation. Mm. It may be that you have to kind of have a little pep talk with yourself and say, <laughs> you no, no, no. And it may be kind of breaking it down by a, on a daily basis. Mm. At the end of the day, also, though, if you feel you need a daily Starbucks <laughs> to get through, you need to be honest with yourself and say, OK, wh- where else can I cut yeah. back on if this is the priority? And that's OK. I think Starbucks is the classic is example, like, right? Yeah. Like, did you know if you put aside that money, you could have a million dollars? Literally someday. yesterday with one of my class, he was just like calculating and telling me how much I'm spending because I get one every day. And I was like, I did not have to see that. Like, <laughs> and, and I think for some people, that is a good tool, like mm. having that. That, that is a motivating factor. You're saying, like, by not getting a coffee, I know what the, the long-term mm. implication. I've done the math. Mm. It makes sense to me. Okay. But you're still a human being. You still have to live. <laughs> I mean, we could all just go lie down once. in a ditch and not spend any money. <laughs> Honestly, like. And we'd all be millionaires. <laughs> but that's not realistic. But, like, I want a Starbucks. So. Yeah. <laughs> so treats are not a bad thing. Mm. It's just a, if you're just going crazy and just buying them mm-hmm. all sorts of things without consuming consideration that's when students get into trouble if i don't just cut starbucks entirely because it's not actually that important um i can 
go see more movies or I don't know. You can mm-hmm. something buy else. more subscription services. Oh. <laughs> I, I, whatever it is Anything that's important to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in some cases, it may be like you just you realize, oh, I I'm really down to the wire. My education is my has to be my mm. priority right now. I need to make this my priority. And if you're in that situation, like you need to just be honest with yourself. Yeah. Like the occasional treat is important. I, I think <laughs> if at all possible, I think that should be included yeah. in people's budgets. But be honest with yourself what your true priorities are. Be smart with it. <laughs> it's funny because if you check out our like logo like I'm literally holding She's Starbucks holding in it as well. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like, I feel like this is towards me. <laughs> well, I, I buy a lot of Starbucks too. And okay. But, but honestly, like I, I've tried the whole like, well, I'm just going to make coffee at home and I'll it just, do that. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that too. And for me, it, it didn't have the same treat. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, you know what? I, I will cut back. I don't need to have a coffee every single day. There we but go. But I want my Starbucks from a Starbucks. Um, I'll do a little bit of a shameless plug for mm-hmm. some of the programs we have mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So OSAP is a is a can be a really good program. Mm-hmm. It is a government program. It is bureaucratic. It does require you to kind of go through the steps. Okay. So, uh, but if you kind of take action and kind of follow through the system, it can be a good source of funding. I know a lot of students, they they don't want it. They say, mm. I hear all these horror stories about people paying off their student loans until they're dead. Uh, that, and understandably, people, they don't want to go into debt. Mm. I will say that OSAP can still be a good option because when you submit your application, you will be assessed for a loan as well as possibly grants, which do not have to be paid back. And you can refuse the loan part. So you do the application at the end. They're saying you're getting uh, $3,000 in loans and we're giving you another $3,000 in grants. If, again, being honest with yourself, if you think your budget works out, you're saying, you know what? I don't need a full $6,000. I'm rejecting the $3,000 in loan. I'll just take the grants, please. I will mention if you fail your courses, it does convert to a loan, though. Yeah. And this catches students off. So I always want students to be aware mm-hmm. of that. That's uh, you know. You want to make Disclaimer. sure you keep up with your studies. But it can be a really good option. And I think a lot of students don't apply for OSAP because they're worried about the debt this, side mm-hmm. of things. It can be a potential tool to access mm-hmm. free money. Mm-hmm. I can confirm that. <laughs> we love. And then I would also say we have a bursary program. The bursary program runs every semester. It's open to all registered students. And you can access the application at roughly the first few weeks of every term. Okay. So, uh, uh, fall, winter, and spring. Uh, it's available through your Access account. Okay. So you just go in there. It'll be asking you some questions. I will say some of the questions seem odd, to say the <laughs> least. They're they're all over the place. They seem really random. Okay. There are sometimes questions where students will say, why? why whoa. This like, why seemed, do you want to do, yeah, know it, that? It, and I do admit they can be a little bit off-putting at a glance just because it doesn't mm. make sense. It doesn't has nothing to do with financial need. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the reason we ask a lot of these seemingly random questions Mm. is that a lot of our funding comes from donors people who have given money to the college to give to students quite often they're meant as kind of memorial bursaries they're tied to a 
particular oh, usually a donor has, has, a, no, okay. has a reason for giving okay, this money okay, okay. and sometimes they want to help a certain demographic of students okay. so in order to find, find the student, them okay uh, so a student in the lgbtq plus community mm, mm-hmm. we need to ask that question okay okay, okay so that's all those questions they're optional you don't have to answer them <laughs> okay. however we can only consider students who have said yes to those questions <laughs> okay, for okay. certain awards i would say the majority of funds are just open mm-hmm. to uh, to students in yeah, general yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are some of these more niche bursaries that are there okay. uh, i would always encourage every student to apply every term you do have to apply every term mm-hmm. it doesn't carry over mm. i'm hoping that one day we'll get to the point when it's just one application <laughs> per year and, yeah. uh, cut down on paperwork but i do encourage everyone to submit an application i do want to mention that the amount of money that we have and the number of students that come in, all the different factors change quite a lot mm. from term to term. So it's not just because you applied in the fall and you did not get one doesn't mean that you won't get one in the fall. Your Honestly. situation could be exactly the same and you might qualify the next okay. term. Same thing could be you got one in the fall. Nothing has changed, but then you don't get one in the winter or mm-hmm. it's a different amount. This sometimes frustrates students and I'm aware of that, yeah. uh, but it is just kind of the nature of there's a lot of factors yeah. that fluctuate. And so this is why we say even if you didn't get one in the past, it's still in your interest to okay. make sure that you apply again, just just in case. Yeah. Talking about bursaries, I was wondering if there was like any available for international students. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so this is this is definitely a hot, uh, <laughs> yeah. hot button issue. The short answer is yes. Okay. There are bursaries and scholarships and awards open to international students, but the number is much, much more limited. Okay. So this is why, depending who you talk to, you may encounter people who say, no, there are there are none. They may be aware that there are some, but it's kind of a, just managing expectations. They don't want people to get their hopes up. Okay. Uh, that's why sometimes they say that. I, I still would encourage international students to submit a bursary mm-hmm. application. Same thing with like any awards or scholarships. Mm. I look at the criteria. If there's nothing saying you don't qualify, <laughs> I always recommend recommend submit an application yeah. you never know even if it's for a small award like some of our awards are quite small like two hundred dollars okay. mm-hmm. but if it takes you 20 minutes to do an application and you get it guess what you got paid 200 dollars for 20 yeah, minutes. honestly yeah. honestly so it, it can be worth your time mm-hmm. guys feel those applications guys like for real. <laughs> thank you for joining thank us today and for coming to the real safe thank space you. we loved having you we loved it so far like i feel like we've learned so much i'm not gonna yeah lie. Like, even me i was like yeah yeah All right. Thank you so much, Spaces, for listening to episode three and taking the time to answer our questionnaire. We always love hearing your responses. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review, please. Follow therealsafespace.pod on Instagram to participate in the next questionnaire. Also, don't forget to share with friends so we can build our Spaces community. Tune in in our next episode on The The Real Real Safe Safe Space.